Oh, yeah. P, look at us. Look at us. We are lounging. What a much better setup we got here. I feel very, very professional now. I mean, we're about as professional as we can get at the moment. Seriously, yeah, I feel it. I absolutely feel it. I, I, I feel like the camera's on me. I'm set up for success over here. I have alcohol in front of me. I have a laptop. It's really all you need um, for to do anything in, in life. You just need alcohol and a laptop, essentially. And, and a mic. And a mic, yeah. And it's like right here. I don't even have to move. You don't have to hold it. It's like clipped. Yeah. This, this is good. We just need a backdrop. And I think then we're good to go. Yeah. And pretty much we can retire from our day-to-day jobs. Although I don't know what I do other than this. Uh, other- yeah, are, sorry. Aren't you just a professional podcaster um, and a guy that gives occasional financial advice? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, no financial advice, but uh, I do plug in the stats. I'm basically the algos bitch. Yeah. I'm the handler. Yeah, exactly. I'm the algos handler. And that's ultimately what I do. Uh, we had uh, a decent bounce back uh, from what we were watching the games together on Sunday and stuffing our fat faces. And it was a disaster. But then the afternoon showed up and the algo just went absolute bananas. It won four out of five. I felt like we got robbed with Cowboys. We talked about it on the um, Monday night football preview, but really phenomenal finish. Washington delivered big time. Amazing that they won by 11 points. I guarantee you nobody had that. Uh, Tell us where we're at, by the way, uh, year to date. Statistically, how are we doing? So, yeah, I mean, to you're spot on with that. The recap of the weekend, uh, things looked dodgy early. But as I said to one of our subscribers who was actually sending me some text messages, he said a, a good a sign of the algo being two and seven as it was early means you got to jump all over that late window because it's coming back to the mean. The algo is going to win those games and get back closer to the 500 number if it's lost bets early. So he ended up winning. So this subscriber did exactly what you did for Monday Night Football. He took Washington and the over, which is exactly what the algo told you to do. And it hit, it nailed it um, on the money. So yeah, if you won Sunday or you won Sunday night and Monday night, you came away feeling like you had a great weekend, I think. But on the season, the algo is sitting at. 79, 67, and 4, which is 54.1%. You're up $410. Brad Key, 69, 77, and 4. We'll kind of gloss over that. He's down 1490. How many bookies has he been through? He's on his third. I was just about to say, it's getting close to the point now where Brad actually has to change his phone. Change yeah. his phone number, That's new right. phone, and everyone gets a mass text. Hey, I've got a new phone number. Please send me your, your contact details in parentheses because I've gone through too many bookies. Uh, so that's what Brad's at. You, uh, myself, I'm just behind you. I'm at 81, 65, and 4, which is 55.5%, up $790. That's half of my bankroll that I was up, gone down, because I've had three fucking losing weeks in a row. It's felt it. This feels like the low point after going four and ten this weekend. It feels like I'm bottomed out. I have a strategy ready to fucking go for this week, and I'm so ready. 
to get back on the horse. You're still sitting at 85, 61, and 4, 58.2%, which is a great number. You're up over 1,500 bucks in the season, 1,550. Um, just to remind everyone, this dollar number is if you bet $100 in every game. So, yeah, Mitch, you're sitting pretty. Um, we're a little over halfway through and ready for a big kind of last third of the season. So one of the things that we do on our Patreon, so we have a account or I should say an entry into the Circus Sports Million where we have to pick five games every week. I try and find the best five picks regardless of value index, although that typically does favor those higher value indexes. And obviously you've got some of my sentiment coming in, uh, but we're sitting at 57%. We were 60%. You can count on whatever five I pick, no, irregardless of the week, whether the algo goes 11 and four or six and eight that we did uh, in week 10, we're probably going 60%. <laughs> Listen, which, I've been making fun of you oh, yeah, for it's this, right? Funny. It's pretty I'm, funny. I'm getting on your back because, listen, in things like this, right, you kind of think if you don't make, if you don't place and make some money back, you may as well finish last, right? It, it's all the same, whether you finish that first place out of the money or in the last place where you don't get money, it's all the fucking same. Um, just kind of getting on you, but what I will say, yeah, you are the king of three and two weekends. You're the king of picking out the two algo losses. And this week, I'm going to give you my two cents on the five that we need to go for. You can test them. You don't have to go with them, which I know you won't do, but we can see and we'll recap how that did on uh, Monday night's show. This will be an at-will employment. Uh, I can fire you at any time. By the way, you're not hired. No. (laughs) So uh, where we were, I haven't checked the latest standings, but I guarantee you we moved up because I feel like a lot of people had a very bad week. I think this was a very difficult week to cap. So my guess, I will bet we were 995 heading into week 10. I will bet that I'm that I'm not myself, but the value index algo entry has moved up in the standings. I don't know exactly uh, where we will be, but that's my prediction. By the way, fellas, uh, the pill pick five bet the algo pick five is free. Yep. We're on Roster Watch. Thank you so much for loving our content. For any of you listeners out there and those that have subscribed, uh, those that backdoor cover, I mean, they gave us our big break. They're like our daddies and they're still fam and they're all fam. And this fam is just growing. And I love that. So whether you listen on backdoor cover or you listen on Roster Watch, thank you so much for your support. If you want all the Algos picks, you want my picks. You want Pete's picks. You want to fade Brad's picks, which you'd be up. You'd be just up a, almost 1500 almost the amount that you're up at Taylor and Mitch. Fade Brad, tail me, occasionally work with Peter. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash bet the algo. We have a new logo. It's so fire. I absolutely love it. I don't know who made it, somebody in Asia or Ukraine, ducking bombs. I enjoy it. It looks a little bit like a a soccer team logo, uh, as our boy Dixon said. Yeah, that was one of the feedback was it looks like an MLS soccer team logo, and I love that. I I do too. I don't don't mind it. But find us on patreon.com 
slash bet the algo. It's 10 bucks a month. Uh, Circus Sports Million Entry, you're going to get the confidence as well. Um, and you're going to get it by schedule. So you'll see full output there. Thank you for those members who have subscribed. We hope you find value in what we deliver for just 10 bucks a month. Should we get into this? Yeah, let's get into some uh, football. All right. Uh, we got a Thursday night game. Actually, you know, I think Herb Street and Al Michaels actually might love themselves for Thursday night. Titans at Green Bay, who had a remarkable victory. This line opened up at Green Bay laying one and a half. They're now laying three. Uh, I got to tell you, this is probably what Rodgers needed. And the betting public is behind Green Bay. 81% of the money jumping on Green Bay, who's now four and six against the spread. The Titans are whopping seven and two against the spread. What do we think here? Yeah, <clears throat> it's um, it feels like to me a perfect game at the right time for Rodgers. After coming off a big fourth quarter comeback against the Cowboys, um, big fourth quarter comeback against the Cowboys, I it definitely feels to me like this is a perfect game. This is the reason why. Even though the Titans are six and three, I think they're you know they're coached really really well and they've they've won some games that maybe they shouldn't. If you look at them statistically, especially on offense, this team is a team that I think you can beat. I think in the long run they could be pretenders when we get. When we get towards the end of the season and to the postseason, I think the could, could be pretenders. Pardon me. You think Tennessee are pretenders? Yep. Wow. And so what they, they were able to do with a backup quarterback, that doesn't give you any other confidence in their ability. The fact that they've got uh, an incredible rush game. Yeah, no, not matter. really. They, I mean, they were, they were only able to do one thing. And that was run the ball. I know run the ball obviously is a massive part of the game, but I think if you, as we get close to the end of the season, if they're one dimensional, you're going to beat them. You can stop teams that are one dimensional. You have to be good in all facets of the game. Offensively, in terms of yards per game and points per game, yards per game, they're the worst in the league on offense and yards per game. The that's, worst. That's not good. They're in, on, in terms of points per game. There's only, what, six teams worse than the Titans in points per game. So they can't do a lot offensively. I think this is a great spot for Green Bay. They're going to be riding high off a big win. Rodgers got what he wanted, right? He wanted everyone on his back. He wanted to be able to go into the locker room and preach about everyone's fucking against us. Everyone hates us. Everyone's doubting us. Look at Colin Coward. He's talking so much shit about me, which every day he does. Let's show them with a big win against a team that I think is really, really good in the Dallas Cowboys. That shows me a lot. And then it's a Thursday night. It's a short week. They're at home. It's going to be a very difficult, loud environment for Tennessee to go in. Give me the Green Bay Packers Thursday night. I heard Matt LaFleur hasn't gone home. He's sleeping on the couch at Lambeau. This is exactly what Green Bay needed. There's no question about it. Look, Tennessee has had an outstanding... They, we know how great their rush game is. Uh, you know what you're going to get 
okay, 54% of the time they are running the ball. You can be confident that they're going to run the ball and they're going to run it well and they're going to run it up the gut. So go ahead and stop us. What Green Bay was able to do against Dallas, great defense. That secondary absolutely got torched. And I'd be very annoyed. I'd be annoyed if I'm a Cowboy. Uh, I've got Cowboys on my fantasy team. Uh, I was annoyed at that defense because the linebackers, the front uh, defensive, uh, the defensive front, they did an outstanding job. And the secondary, you can't give up those pass plays on fourth down. Uh, as good as Tennessee has been, okay, what you said, the momentum, I don't care about, throw all the statistics out the window at this point because Rodgers is fired up. And this is as much momentum as a team can get at Lambeau on a short field. I'm going to say, give me Green Bay. The algorithm has the Green Bay Packers winning 23.21 to 19.25. With a three-point spread, you're getting nearly a point of value on the pack. That feels good. Feels great. What did Brad have? We'll post that on there. I don't have it yet. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, Moving on. We're going to Buffalo. Uh, This line opened up at Bills laying six. It's now at seven and a half. I'm seeing eight points across some books. Most of the money, 58% according to Vegas Insider coming in on the Browns, 55% of the tickets coming in on the Browns. Both of these teams, four and five against the spread. I would have thought that the Bills were better against the spread, but clearly they're overvalued by the public. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not as good as you think against the spread because they're giving up so many points. and inevitably these games come down to a final possession or at the end of the game and they're always close, right? This is a game, I think, in the last three weeks, if you've been tailing me or listening to me, I've been, I've just been taking more favorites than I usually do. Uh, I think it's the part of the season where I, st- I tend to start to think, okay, the favorites are going to start to show up now. The team, certain teams are good, certain teams aren't good. And the, we're going to see the best out of the good teams. I'm throwing that the fuck out the window. And I'm getting back to what got me into a good position, which is this is way too many points. I think the Browns do a couple of things really well, or well at least. I think they play, they've got really good players on defense. They've got really good defensive and maybe the best in the league. They have good cornerbacks. And they can run the ball. They can run it about as, about as well as anyone else. So with that, I think the Browns can keep this close. I think the name of the game here, when you're playing the Bills, is always keep the ball away from Josh Allen. No keep question. it away from their offense. Let's shove it down their throat. Let's take our sweet-ass time on run every single play down to the end of the play clock. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. Let's let Jacoby Brissett do a couple of things, but let's give ourselves a chance to win at the end. The Browns have lost an inordinate amount of games by less than three points of their losses, so this is way too many. Give me Cleveland. Yeah, I like that take. I do. Uh, I think Buffalo is a really good team, and naturally... This is an obvious take. So nothing of vast uh, uniqueness coming out of my take, but Cleveland gets the ball. They've got to have a long, sustained drive 
that very first drive to maintain that script. What they need to avoid is getting punched in the face. And getting punched in the face is getting down early by double digits, not abandoning that run. This Cleveland team, Pete, these guys are fifth overall year to date, averaging close to 160 yards, rush yards a game. Right now, they're they're not struggling, but they are averaging 20 yards less on the ground. That could be indicative, you know, last week, okay? You play a game versus the Dolphins. They went up big early. You got to abandon it. That game got out of hand very quick. My understanding, by the way, I am an amateur uh, meteorologist. I took one class in seventh grade. Uh, Mr. Hunley, he could rip a phone book in half. And so I listened to him. I Did paid he also to him. murder... He did it. He was just young, jacked, innocent man. Jock, jacked science guy. And he taught me how to predict weather. Uh, did he teach you anything else? No, he did not. rubbing your forehead? He did not. Okay. Uh, he was not that type of guy. Um, this was a... Anyway, <laughs> there's supposed to be snow. That's where I'm getting at. And in, in that respect, I think it's going to be difficult to throw the ball. I think this Cleveland team is going to be able to run the ball and they're going to be able to keep it close within a touchdown uh, amount. Uh, and and I'm seeing, are you seeing, I'm seeing eight points. Yep. Uh, I'm on Cleveland. I'm going to take the dog here. The algorithm has Buffalo winning 25.48 to 23.93. You're getting nearly seven points of value on the Browns. Do you feel good about that? I love that. Love. That's a lot of value on the brands. I love that pick. Let's go to Baltimore. Uh, Your boy, Baker Mayfield, is getting the start. Carolina opened up as a 13-point dog. That that line hasn't really moved all that much. Uh, Baltimore coming off uh, a nice victory. This team is... Or a bye week. Were they, were they on the bye? Yeah, they were on the bye last week. Oh, wow, that went by quick. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Uh, that's right. Thank you. Uh, Baltimore, five and four against the spread. Carolina, four and six. 77% of the money on Carolina, which feels right. Do you think, here's the question I have for you. We kind of root for Bake. We, we do. And, yeah, and, we do. And, 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 and there's an interest there. Uh, I saw him banging his head uh, against the helmet. Everybody talked about that. Uh, maybe it maybe it straightened him out. Well, let me ask you: Do you think this Carolina team? Do you think Baker was partially to blame for their early on struggles? I mean, he was a lot of it to blame. Yeah, he was playing really, really poor football. All you have to do is look at the numbers. His completion percentage was extraordinarily low. It was in the low fifties. You can't complete in the low 50s in the NFL and expect to win football games, especially if you don't have the legs of a Justin Fields or someone that can run around, right? Which Baker doesn't. You've got If you're Baker Mayfield and you're a pocket passer who sits in there, you have to be Drew Brees-like in there. You've got to be completing over 65% if you're going to win games. It's that simple. And Baker hasn't been doing it. So... I'm really interested to see how this goes this weekend. You know, it's a game 
again, I think if this game was a week ago or two weeks ago, this would be an easy pick, I think, for me. Baltimore are a much better team than this Carolina team, especially on the road or at home, right? You think if this Carolina team is going on the road, I don't judge them the same as when they're going to be a home dog. Um, however, it's way too many points. I'm going to take Carolina. I think Carolina is the pick. I think every everyone's start, you know everyone's counting them out. If you're Carolina though, and you're the the coach there, look at the division. Five and five leads the division. They're three and six. They're one game back or whatever it is in the division. So oh, a game and a half. Everything is still to play for and wide open there. All they have to do is win a couple of games and they're back at the top of the division. So um, everything to play for. I think Baker's going to be really really motivated. I'm nervous for him, to be honest. I really want him to go out there and play well and win the game, uh, or at least don't be the reason that they lose. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take Carolina and the points. This, to me, could easily get out of hand, and Baltimore absolutely kills him. Mark Andrews, hopefully he plays for you and I's uh, fantasy teams Really bizarre, by the way. I feel like we have very similar teams. We do, actually. Yeah. Uh, we did very similar things. We didn't even converse about no. this. I only have one fantasy team. So, uh, nonetheless, I think Andrews is a big difference maker. I really do. This is a phenomenal football team. This is a playoff team that's going to go very deep. Uh, when I look at the Ravens, I feel like they should be blowing teams out. And when you look at touchdowns a game, they're averaging 2.9 touchdowns a game. They're giving up 2.4 touchdowns a game. So half a touchdown, 0.5. I can do good math. That's three points or three and a half points if you want to add in the extra point. So if I think about that and then I give myself another touchdown for as bad as Carolina could be, I feel like they've righted the ship in the sense that they may not win this football game. But I think they're a competitive football team. These are NFL athletes who are playing for contracts, who are playing for pride. I have to say, as when I look at all the statistics, points per game, Baltimore is ranked fourth. And from a, on the defensive side of the ball, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're kind of middle of the road. The one thing that I think is going to help out this Carolina team, uh, well... I would, let me take this back. The one thing that is going to hurt this Carolina team is Baltimore is really good at limiting teams on third down. They're ranked fifth, and that's going to be a problem. So if Baker and company can limit the amount of third and longs, they're going to contend in this game. I have to just stick with uh, my gut here, root for Bake and company and take the points. The Algo has... Baltimore winning 25.17 to 22.85. You're nearly getting nine and a half points of value on Carolina. The thing that I've noticed when watching Baker a bunch this year is the amount of passes that get blocked at the line of scrimmage by D linemen putting their hands in the air is like very worrisome. He's looked shorter than he's ever looked before this season more than any other season and i 
I remember, so I remember thinking this, I remember texting it to somebody and then seeing the statistic three or four games into the season that he had more passed blocked by a D lineman than any, than any other quarterback in the league through four games. I have a solve for that. Line him up or just take a couple steps back on the shot. Just go shock up formation. Yeah, you go further back. And I, I mean, that's the I, only way you can simple. do it. You've got to be further back. And he's got a great arm that he doesn't need to be in that, you know, that close or whatever. But yeah, I agree. Pete, just is your mic falling over? No, I'm just holding on to it. You just like to hold on to I things? Like to hold on Let on me add it. this stat, by the way. Uh, this will make Panther backers feel better. Ravens are 0-4-1 against the spread in their last five home games. That makes me feel better. By the way, if you love the content and you want to see it all, you want to see all of the algos outputs, you want to see what all the boys are on, you want to see the Circus Sports Million 5 pick, which is our favorite five picks, which is averaging at 57% year to date. You can go on Circus Sport Million and find value index algo and see how we stand, see our record. We are completely transparent. Find us on patreon.com slash bet the algo on all the socials. If you're on there, by the way, we're back on there. Uh, find us on the gram, find us on Twitter. I made an account on uh, TikTok. Oh, wow. So, uh, do we have to do a dance? It's all people making dances. It's so lame. Yeah. I hate it. Free plug, by the way. Pete brought over some up on Watermelon Hill, watermelon sour beer wow. made in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Amazing. looking at the alcohol by volume. It is 10%. Oh, wow. Did you understand this? Wow. Are you going to be able to make it home after this? Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah. No, you're not. Uh, what a delicious beer. Um, and, uh, by the way, uh, for anybody subscribed on Patreon, you can see our video. Uh, uh, we won't be on video on Spotify or anywhere else, but for those on Patreon, you'll check us out on video. Uh, we've got two games left on the bet algo pick five. Thanks for joining us from roster watch and backdoor cover. We got Philly on the road against the Colts who are riding very, very high. Uh, Jeff Saturday, we're going to change his name officially to Jeff Sunday. I think he's earned it. Um, very impressed with that W. I don't think anybody uh, else cares as much as Derek Carr. He's probably crying, called mommy after, said, please help me. Uh, he's a baby. We know that. This line opened up at Philly, opened uh, as a 10-point favorite. They're now six and a half points on the road. Uh, the Colts, um, I don't know how they got it done, but it feels like it happens all the time. 70% of the money coming in on the Colts. Eagles are five and four against the spread. Colts, they're four and six. Uh, yeah, I tell you how they got it done. Two things. Juju. Yeah. They changed the juju in the building, which happens with a coach. Uh, and they made the switch at quarterback back to... A guy who I really, you know, don't rate. However, it's better than a guy who's never, ever fucking played before uh, and running around back there, you know, like a rookie that not really, not really known a whole lot. You're still better off with a guy who knows how to win football games like Matt Ryan. It's an interesting, interesting game at an interesting time, right? I think Jeff Saturday, man, he got a lot of fucking abuse, huh? But that was a great great speech that he gave that what a, what a press conference he won me over with that 
I, I, all How I do you saw, not love the guy? I saw all I needed and I heard all I needed to hear in one interview to know that he's a head coach in the NFL. The guy knows how to fucking lead men and that's what you're doing here. As I said, he seems like he's from cut from the cloth of a Mike Tomlin, Harbaugh brothers, blue collar, hardworking leader of men that everyone is going to look up to and follow when they say things. And it's very, very simple. He played center in the NFL for a long time. He, he won a Super Bowl. He was the center for maybe one of the two or three greatest quarterbacks to ever live. Top five. Right. So this guy's knowledge of the game is unquestioned. He is an, an all-time leader. So I, and that speech or that interview he gave was fantastic. Uh, it told me all I need to know. I, I gave the comparison. I asked the question, and it was a serious one. Would you rather Jeff Saturday or Josh McDaniel slash Cliff Kingsbury lead your NFL team? Well, to me, it's it's an it's just it's not even a question. How about uh, D? None of the above. Well, you listen. Regardless, I, well, okay, that's not an option. But I still think that if we're going to talk about guys who lead men, NFL players into battle, I'd rather go in there with Jeff Saturday than Josh fucking McDaniels. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and I loved McDaniels being a Patriots guy. I mean, but he's not a head coach. He's a he's a coordinator. I just don't see him in that light. I don't see Kingsbury in that light. Um, so I love the juju change in the building. And, you know, I think it could pour over into this week. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Colts here. Uh, I think the Colts can win this game outright. I think that's how much they've probably changed the juju. And I think it's how much the players are going to give an effort when it comes to Saturday. I think the Eagles, we saw a little bit of it against Washington. The Eagles are number one in the NFL in turnovers and number one against stopping turnovers, right? You're going to see that just come back towards the mean a little bit. They started to lose some fumbles. They lost the turnover battle against Washington. Well, look, Washington's a phenomenal defensive team. Yeah, but people they, forgot about. But that. they also did exactly what they needed to do on offense. They ran the fuck out of the football, and they kept the the Phillies off the field. And they the time of possession was like forty two minutes to eighteen minutes out of the hour. It was the perfect. They gave the the Colts the perfect playbook for this game. And the Colts have Jonathan Taylor, maybe one of the best running backs. And they're supposed to have a good offensive line. So watch the Colts run the absolute piss out of the football this weekend and try to do the exact same thing that Philly did. Or sorry, that Washington did to Philly, giving the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan, 21 for 28 for 222 yards, one through the air, and one up the gut to open up uh, the game. How many interceptions? He threw none. Yeah. He see, was that, the most non-Matt Ryan That's the most non-Matt Ryan stat line. The guy had, look, they put up 415 yards total offense, uh, substantially better than what the Raiders did, and probably just exactly what the doctor ordered for the Colts. Taylor went off. He did what he was supposed to do. If you drafted Taylor, you're like, where has this been? By the way, guys, like we still kind of have another half a season left. Yeah. You know, we're in week 11. We have two more months of football. Two more months of football. 
And that's just regular season. This team is just getting going. They're four, five, and one. They're not out of it. What I predicted last year, and I believe I said it, my take was if your offensive line is struggling, which the Colts were, go out and hire one of the best offensive linemen. And look what happens. So I believe what you just said. I think the Colts, who were originally coming into this season, were going to be a good team. And it's hilarious what happens week by week. By the way, like we flip-flop more than politicians. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I think the Colts stink, which they do, but there's a juju change. We And, and by the way, the algo knows the juju change. Yeah. It knows It juju. takes into account juju. It eats those little hard candies that pull all your cavities out. Remember juju, what uh, are the yeah, juju bees? Yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what it's talking about. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Um, you know, look, uh, especially juju what- fruits. Juju fruits. Mm. Um I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the juju here. I'm going to ride the Colts. And when you look at Philly, who's averaging 3.6 touchdowns a game compared to their opponents at 2.2, that's one and a half touchdowns. I think there's a reversion to the mean. I think Matt Ryan can manage the game. Saturday knows that and they're just going to run this ball. Maybe the Colts sneak one out. Maybe they do, and we see Philly go through a little breaking point. Doesn't mean they're out of it. The algorithm has Philly winning outright 23.02 to 18.38. You're getting almost two points of value on the Colts. So, Mitch, I just want to say this does not make me feel great. Um, If you remember last week, we agreed on the first three games. We lost all three games. Okay. So this is trending in not the right direction for me, but that's whatever. Let's move on. Well, that's fine with me. Uh, ha- have we agreed with the algo most of this time? I think we've, have we agreed with the algo every time? All four. Yeah. All four games. Okay. So are, are, this is the point question. Are we now so soft about our own picks that we're now tailing the algo? I mean, you don't see, I do see the algo. I do use the algo no. for At for no my point picks. does what the algo say or do impact my decision at all. Um, this week's picks have come from three losing weeks and me getting away from what I was on this season, which was favor, which was being was underdogs. I went favorites last three weeks. So, uh, you're on green Bay. So right now we've got, uh, the algo has green Bay. It has Carolina, Cleveland, and the Colts. One of those are favorites. Three of those are dogs. We've got one more for the bet. Algo pick five, find us for all the picks on patreon.com slash bet the algo again give us a follow give us a like support us so we can do this full time and give you guys better statistical content and color washington commanders are on the road against the houston texans man am i feeling this kid heineke man he is he is fun he was dropping dimes to scary Terry. I was so impressed with those long balls. I, I, I was very impressed. Here's the line. Uh, Commanders opened up as a two and a half point favorite. It's now at three points. 
We've got Washington, who's five and four against the spread. The Colt, uh, sorry, the Texans, uh, four and four against the spread. Seventy nine percent of the money come in on the Texans. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I agree with all that money, and I'll tell you right off the bat here. I'm taking Houston Texans. Uh, Houston Texans at home. I think this is a great time for the Texans to get this Commanders team. Uh, there's going to be a big letdown after beating the last undefeated team in the NFL. It's typical. It's a typical thing that's going to happen. The commanders are on short rest going on the road again. So on the road on Monday night against the undefeated team, every ounce of effort went into winning that game. Now they're going to go in and undervalue disrespect on the road, Houston Texans, who are sitting at home. Thank you very much. Sitting at home, loving life, going, wow, watch Washington come in here, undervalue us, not give us the respect that we deserve, and are, we're going to stomp all over them. To kind of hit on your Heineke point, Heineke did not have a good football game on Monday night. Well, he made the plays when he had to make the uh, he plays. He made the plays when he had to make the plays. I'll give you that. His QBR was 62.4. His rating was 66.9. He 17 to 29 for 211 and one interception. He did not have a statistical good game. He, what's going on here on the sound? Dude, do you? Oh, it's, I think it's my computer. Let me mute that. Yeah, there we were, go. What were you listening I to? Know, I, think, your... I think there's porn on in the background. I hope not. And no, it's that's not. a work computer. It's a work computer. Yeah, those sites it's are about the algo ink computer. HR is going to want to see you, Pete. So I just want to say, this is a letdown game. Okay, it's a great spot for the Texans. Okay, the Texans aren't as bad as their record is. One seven and one and, is and dismal. This, right, and this is a game where they, this is one of the games they'll win. They've lost too many in a row. They're not this bad. They're at home. Commanders are still hungover. Heineke is worrying about his shoes that he's ordering. He's, instead of looking to film, he's online trying to pick out color options on his shoes that he's getting from, from Jordan. Which has worked. Give me the Texans all day here. Houston had multiple chances to backdoor cover against the Giants, even win. I mean, they were down... I think 21 to uh, 14 or something like that. It was, it, it was within a score. And they drove down. They gave up the ball. They stopped them. They, kicked, they drove down again. They kicked a field goal. Giants kicked a field goal. And then they came down the field and got another field goal. They had a very great chance of backdoor covering. Home dogs is a big thing. And I like what you're saying here. I think your commentary is absolutely correct. But when I'm looking at statistics, uh, the Texans are losing by a touchdown. They're scoring 1.6 touchdowns a game. They're giving up 2.6 touchdowns a game. I'm going to stick with this week 11 theme of juju and momentum. And, I think you Heineke. Are too, so that's fair. That's right. Yeah. Heineke is going to have another pair of uh, blue and, well, I guess, blue and red uh, Jordans. I'm going to go with the Commanders. The algorithm has the Commanders winning twenty three point five to seventeen point seven nine. You're getting two point seven points of value on the commanders. That's the second favorite that the algo likes. Anything to add here, Pete? No, I, I think that about does it for the uh, for the five pick five decent games. 
at least I feel good that we didn't agree in the last game. So, um, yeah, fucking... Texans are 0-4 against the spread in their last four home games versus a team with a losing record. Uh, thank you to Up on Watermelon Hill. Uh, this watermelon sour made in Texas by Texans. And thank you for all the Patreon supporters. Thanks to Rosterwatch. Thanks to Backdoor Cover. Uh, let me play us out. Fellas, thanks for joining us. And Patreons, we'll see you on the other side.